The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey there, friends. It's Sadie and Tegan. Welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast. We are excited for today's episode because we're talking all about being the main character and living your life as if you're in a rom-com. And I feel like we talked about rom-coms a bit in a a few episodes ago and we were both thriving. So we're like, (laughs) let's just make this a whole episode (laughs) because this is always so much fun to talk about. And I feel like if you're just feeling kind of like Let or like you need something to spice up your life a little bit. I feel like it's Mm -hmm. nice just to find ways to romanticize your life to, I don't know, add a little sparkle back into the day to day. So that is what we are talking about today. But before we jump into that, we're going to do a new segment for you guys and we're calling it What's the 411? And we're just going to talk about things that we're well, this week, things that we're currently watching or listening to. So, Tag, do you want to kick us off? Tell us what's the 411? Yeah, for sure. Well, to fill everyone in, I just got back from a little vacation and I purposely only watched rom coms on my flights both there and home. So, I am Perfect. ready. I was researching. And yeah, so before I left for that, things I've been watching so much like HBO. I did a Sex in the City rewatch because I heard like someone, I don't know if it was the creator, one of the writers saying that they purposely set it in what they call like an eternal spring. And so now I'm like mm. every spring I've got to watch Sex in the City because that's what it's set in. And I've also been watching The Last of Us, like everyone else in the world it feels like, and Succession yeah. I just got into and now I'm obsessed. But over the last week while I've been gone, the only sort of connection to the outside world I had was through TikTok, which (laughs) is kind of bizarre. (laughs) But so I've been like very into the Selena Gomez, like Hailey Bieber drama where I don't know. It's just like every night I'm like, so what went down? Who said what? So I've been into that. And Alex Earl is now at the point where she's like 90% of my For You page. So I'll scroll and it'll be like selena gomez video alex video selena gomez video alex video and i'm like i don't even know what's going on but i'm not mad about it oh my gosh that's so funny my tiktok's looking pretty much the same as yours and i don't even know how i got on the selena gomez stuff because i don't know actually i feel like maybe i just started getting into her videos like and rare beauty is always on my for you page and then all of a sudden i'm now getting all like the selena gomez fans just like drama drama yeah walking us through the timeline of events and stuff and I'm like this is so silly like these girls I don't know I don't know it just seems so trivial but at the same time I feel so bad because I'm like 
we know these girls also struggle with their mental health. So, like, why are we making this a thing? And I feel part of it's also the fans making it more than it really is. And it's like, what's happening here? (laughs) Yeah. It's hard for me to wrap my head around. It's crazy. Well, and I see, like, Haley Bieber's really limiting her comments on her Instagram. Because then there's always a part of me that's like, maybe this is just, like, what my TikTok looks like and not actually the reality of the world. But then I'm like, oh, nope, she's turning off the comments. So people are dragging her. But, yeah. Yeah. It's been entertaining, at least. Yep. Always something. Also, I find with Alex Roll, I'm the same where I feel like I don't even know if I follow her. I must follow her at this point. But like it's just since so many other people are like talking about her and whatnot, my for you page is just like her all the time. I just saw her videos with Patrick Ta. So then I got deep into that, watched all her videos with him, went to his page, watched all their videos together. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is quality content. Deeper into it. Yeah. Cause I feel like you watch one and that's it. Yeah. And even deeper into beauty TikTok, which I do not need to be. Like, I'm so easily influenced on beauty TikTok. I'm, like, making it a monthly goal for March to not buy anything at Sephora because I just need to chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's Patrick Ta. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's great. Well, I'm glad you were watching all the rom-coms. I feel like they make great Mm -hmm. flight watches, you know? And just, like easy watches too it's funny you mentioned sex in the city because i was like oh god the segment sounds fun but i'm always watching the same things like yeah, yeah <laughs> right yeah. now i'm re-watching sex in the city and gilmore girls like it's happening i'm sorry but yeah. i did bring something else to the table today and it's a youtuber i've been watching and i feel like oh, yes. this is actually why i never really watch relevant or new tv shows it's because i'm just watching youtube all the time so this mm-hmm. is not a new youtuber she's just new to me but her name or her handle is it's yuyen and she's i think she's like over 800,000 subscribers on youtube like she's a big deal but new to me, like I said. So I just started watching her videos this past weekend. She was like recommended to me and I went on a rabbit hole of just watching all of her recent videos <laughs> from like the <laughs> past two months, like binge watching it like it was a TV show. But I don't know. She just has like good vibes. She's based in New York. Basically, all of the YouTubers I watch are just blog or vlogs, her daily life, you know, that kind of vibe. But it's just like very chill zen vibes i feel like i don't know she's like super into ceramics so she like goes to like ceramic classes goes to pilates i'm just like i don't know just nice it's good vibes you know but that's what i've been watching so that's what's on my list (laughs) outside of sex in the city and gilmore girls yeah (laughs) perfect i love it Yeah, well, speaking of sort of rom-coms and the ones that I was watching, I specifically watched Easy A, which is like one of my favorite rom-coms ever. I don't know why, but I just like am obsessed with that movie. And it is like very inspirational, at least to me. Like, I don't know if it's because it was like set in the year that I was in high school. Whereas, like, some of the more classic ones, like Mean Girls, came out when we were in, like, elementary school. So, 
it's like still a little bit, I don't know, retro, but easy. A, I was like, I would wear that outfit. I know that's not fashionable anymore, but I would wear that. <laughs> like I would listen to this music. I would style my hair like that. And I feel like that's kind of the vibe of everything we're talking about today is like how to make your life feel like you're in a rom-com. So yeah. first things first, everyone go watch Easy A because to me, that is like the ideal. <laughs> I remember you telling me to watch that movie. I'm pretty sure I only watched it because you were obsessed with it when it like first came yeah. out or you liked it a lot. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll get it. So I got it on DVD and then I just watched it so much because, well, again, it's Emma yeah. Stone. I feel like last time we were talking about rom-coms, I was like, I just love Emma Stone. And classic case of that again <laughs> where I'm just like she can do no mm -hmm. wrong but that is very yeah like main character vibes to the T I'll need yeah. to rewatch it because it's been so long since I've seen it yeah it's so good and her room is yeah. aesthetic like yeah. I think we're gonna sort of talk about three different categories which is like your living space your wardrobe and your sort of lifestyle and yeah, her room is very aesthetic. Obviously, she has like a whole outfit montage of her coming up with her sort of like high class prostitute or whatever they call it outfits. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so she definitely, Olive, the character in that movie, definitely sort of embodies the things that we're going to talk about, I think. So yeah. to get started, maybe we can talk about sort of the living space, aesthetic apartment and that kind of thing. Yeah, I love that. I feel like you nailed it exactly as every, especially in like a teenage rom-com or like teenage coming of age movie that is my guilty pleasure. They always have like the cutest mm -hmm. bedroom. And then if it's like, yeah. okay, young adult rom-com type, sometimes it's like, the girl moving out just broke up with her boyfriend moving out and she's like finding her own personal decor style or whatever it is but again has such yeah. a cute space and an aesthetic apartment is just makes you feel like you're a main character so i saw this mm -hmm. thing on tiktok i wanted to mention it was from a girl named avery claire her handles ac nugs <laughs> i don't know want to give credit yeah. i don't think she's like a huge yeah. influence or anything but her video took off a little bit and she's talking about what she calls clustering and she said that clustering is how you make your apartment a main character's apartment and essentially it's the idea okay. of just kind of like scattering things around to make it look effortlessly beautiful. And if you think about, mm -hmm. I don't know, I kind of think about like you've got mail, you know, and you're in Meg Ryan's apartment and she just has like stuff everywhere. But it just is like, this is the space that she would live in. You know what I mean? Like there's just stuff yeah. everywhere, but it looks so good. It doesn't look messy necessarily it just looks effortlessly yeah. beautiful so that's the whole idea of clustering so Avery Claire said it's the art of taking your things putting them on display in little corners of your apartment and she said it's like mm -hmm. little clusters of personality that make your white box apartment a movie set and I love that so much like just the idea of it I'm like inspired but even looking around my own apartment I always group things. I feel like in one of actually the past home episodes we have, 
I gave this tip of grouping things in odd numbers, like typically like grouping things in three. So at my kitchen sink, I have like my hand soap, my dish soap, and a little like veggie wash all grouped together on the side of my sink. Or beside my stove, I have like my oil, my salt and pepper, and my oven mitt. You know, it's just like grouped together. Or I guess in this case, it's clustered together. But I even think of, since I'm a crazy person, obsessed with New York, as I already mentioned in my YouTube rant earlier, I watched so many like New York apartment tours on YouTube as well. And I feel like New Yorkers, since they're so pressed for space, they put the most random things in the most random spots. But that's what makes it so charming. And I feel such a main character moment. So it's like maybe your nail polish is kept on top of the fridge and it's like feels out of place, but it's just so cute and quirky, you know? So Mm. I feel like that could be something that's fairly easy. You don't necessarily need new things. Like just look at your existing stuff. And what Avery Claire said in her video was take your things out of your drawer and just cluster them around your apartment in cute aesthetic groupings. Yeah. Well, and I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand with something we've talked a lot about in the past, which is only buying things that you really love. Mm -hmm. or that sort of like speak to you or spark joy if you like that terminology because like in the past I have lived with stuff where it's like yeah this is okay it gets the job done and like a lot of times when you have no money you're a student you're like I'm buying the cheapest thing I don't care what it looks like because we have to be responsible and realistic yeah but now if you have a job it's like I will spend a little more money on say oven mitts if there's something that I truly love and then I'll have them on display in a hook in my kitchen instead of hidden in a drawer or like hand soap I am a crazy person and I only buy hand soap that I love like the feel the smell the look of it on the counter because I don't know. That's like a part of it. And then everything in your home kind of speaks to your personality. And at least in my home, I feel like anyone could walk through and be like, what's this? And hold it up. And I could tell them like some whole weird personal antidote about why I purchased it. It's not like, oh, I got it at the grocery store in the decor aisle because I thought I needed a knickknack to fill up that space. (laughs) And so, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's part of it, too, is collecting and keeping things that you truly love and that are special to you and then it makes your home so personalized and special as well totally it cultivates or curates that movie set that's just so aligned to your personality I love it yeah and sort of speaking about like cultivating or curating a vibe which is something I'm very passionate about. (laughs) I also wanted to say that I like to pick like a soundtrack and a scent for like Mm. the apartment. And it could be like seasonal or room by room. But it's like, what do you want your home to feel like? And then bring that sound and bring that smell into the area. Like if you want your apartment to be like a Zen oasis, let that guide what kind of candles you're getting and what kind of music you're playing and when the music is playing and all that sort of thing, which is maybe a little extra, but I feel like that's the easiest way for me to sort of feel like the main character is if I'm cooking, I'm like, I'm blasting jazz Mm -hmm. and I am pretending that I am the best chef in the world. Who's like 
cooking a delicious meal and I'm the main character of this movie. I love it so much. I really want to get into fragrance layering. So like candles Mm -hmm. in different rooms of your apartment that like go together. Because right now I'm very much just like, this candle smells nice. So I light it in my living room and that's that, you know. But I've been hearing so much about fragrance layering and how it does that exactly is it's like really – it's like complementing scents throughout your entire house. So it's not just the vibe right. of one room. It's like your whole space. So that's something – I don't even know how to get more into it because I'm like maybe I just need to learn about what scents go together. But at the same time, mm-hmm. maybe I'm overcomplicating it. Like I feel like I'm gravitating towards the same types of candles all the time. So they probably go right. together better than I realize. But that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately and I think – ties into your whole Mm. the scent of your apartment you know yeah 100 i also love when people come into your apartment my mom does this all the time she'll be like it just smells like you and i'm like what does that smell like you know like what because when you're in it you can't smell it but i'm like yes as main characters we have our own scent like (laughs) our space just smells like us Anyway, I think you brought up a great point, especially in the kitchen. I think something else you could do to really feel like a main character when you're blasting that jazz or cooking away is wearing an apron. I feel like that also. It's just like, this is a movie scene. This is my cooking moment because I'm wearing an apron and, you know, it's decided. That's what this is all about right now. So I think that could be a really easy way to feel like the main character and just like mentally when you're putting that on being like, okay, this is all I need to think about and focus on right now, I think is great. Or same ideas like wearing rubber gloves while you're cleaning, like very, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I picture for some reason, I feel I'm going to bring this up again in a bit, but the rom-com that always comes to mind for me, like you were saying, Easy A, mine is a Cinderella story yeah. with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> it comes up in my head so often and it just came up in my head right now thinking about rubber gloves. Like when she's like cleaning, she's scrubbing the floors at the diner or something. She has these like pink rubber mm-hmm. gloves on, her apron on. That is the exact vibe yeah. I'm picturing for both of these things. But just, again, makes you feel like a main character. <laughs> romanticizes i guess it romanticizes those very everyday moments by putting on an apron or wearing your gloves you know like obviously they're practical as well but if you don't normally do it it just feels extra special to take that extra intention Mm -hmm. to the chore that you're doing yeah 100 percent. and like if you're purchasing a cute apron like from anthropology they have the cutest aprons there yeah that's another thing that you can like have on display totally in your kitchen and be yeah. like look how extra i am with my 80 dollar apron i don't know how much they cost that's a guess but <laughs> yeah and then it's special if you're wearing that fancy apron you're like yeah this is serious business right now i think the next thing i wanted to bring up which I also hear about a lot of t- on TikTok, but is also a passion of mine, I guess, is no overhead lighting because yes, that just kills the vibe yes. instantly. And this is like, I don't know if it's because in film you don't shoot with overhead lighting. So, but that's not very realistic for most people in, you know, the average day. 
But if you want to like cultivate the cozy chill vibe or make your house feel like a movie, don't turn on the overhead lights. Instead, find lamps, light candles, open the blinds, that kind of thing. And I've seen so many trends lately on TikTok. Like there was a trend going around of putting like a little lamp on your kitchen counter and Mm -hmm. only cooking by this little lamp. And it's like, yeah, if you look at famous kitchens from movies, a lot of them have like a little lamp on the counter. And it's because they don't want to have, you know, just a big bright light over top of the actor. And so they'll have these little lamps, but it's such a like 90s cute feeling. And I even go extra and have like little candlesticks. And sometimes I'm like, if I need to do my dishes, I'm like, I'm doing my dishes by candlelight because that is the vibe right now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, this is a main character moment for sure. Totally. I love that so much. I'm also an anti-overhead lighting person. Like, yeah, the only exception is in my kitchen, and it's because I don't have a lamp Mm -hmm. in there. But maybe this is inspiring me to put one in there. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Dishes by (laughs) candlelight sound amazing as well. Yeah. I love it. The last piece from me on the apartment side of rom-com living is kind of going I guess back to the first point a little bit of having unique items that are full of personality I think something Mm -hmm. else to keep in mind is looking for home stuff at a thrift store or Facebook marketplace things like that and again I think it just is something that helps give your space more personality rather than just Ikea furniture that everybody has or not shitting on Ikea by any means. And I know also sometimes in my head anyway, like unique quirky things equals really expensive. But I think when you go the way of thrifting, there's so many good benefits of thrifting that I probably don't even need to list out. But the savings, sorry, the cost savings on it is one of the biggest perks of it. So I think that's also... Mm -hmm a great way if you're like currently sitting in your house looking around being like everything's just so bleh it's like maybe just hit up the thrift store this weekend and see what you can find because I think it's often you don't even know what you need and then you see it and you're like oh my gosh I know exactly where I'm gonna put this and again you feel like accomplished since thrifting is a bit of a treasure hunt so you feel happy Mm -hmm. when you look at it and like you really lucked out but it also yeah adds that personality to your space as well yeah I feel like you could even be sort of finding personality through like everyday items like if you're a person who's like I want to make my kitchen feel a little more lived in not just especially if you're like you know I'm in a new build apartment with white Ikea kitchen cabinets how do I Mm -hmm. spice this up Maybe splurge on like the fancy olive oil with the cute label and have Mm -hmm. that on the counter. Or the next time you're at a bar and they have matchbooks, take a matchbook and then you can have a bowl of matchbooks somewhere in your house. Or even if I get anything that comes in like a cute paper bag, keep it and frame that and... Then if anyone asks you, like, where is this art from? You could be like, it's actually from my favorite store. It's the packaging. Like, yeah, there's it a doesn't have to it. be like, yeah, exactly. You don't have to be like, I bought this $200 piece of art off Etsy. But like, 
it can be as simple as this was the bag that my socks came in from this cool boutique downtown and yeah totally. so you don't definitely don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money on like i don't know anthropology or crate and barrel or i don't know any kind of fancy store to have a curated apartment definitely yeah i think the last item i wanted to bring up about sort of aesthetic apartments is kind of the lamest but it needs to be said <laughs> to keep your space tidy because it's i feel like there are certain characters in rom-coms where like they have a messy room but for the most part it's like kind of effortlessly a little cluttered but functional and mm-hmm. so if you're looking at your space and you're like oh this is not the rom-com dream maybe do some laundry (laughs) put it away (laughs) and see if that helps because you know your rom-com star very rarely I feel like has a trash room yeah totally I feel like that brings it full circle to like the whole idea of clustering because in that TikTok I saw she was like clustering like there is a fine line and it has to be done right otherwise it just looks messy and chaotic and doesn't work so so keep it tidy but yeah perfect I think the second area of how to be a rom-com main character is all about your outfits and I think of course You know, a main character always has a cute apartment, but they always have a super cute wardrobe and just, I don't Mm -hmm. know, very aspirational style. But when you really break it down, sometimes it's quite simple. So let's talk about it. But I think the first piece to this whole thing, like I said, it might be actually quite simple. It's just they have a personal style. They know what it is Mm -hmm. and they dress to that all the time. And we have a whole episode on how to find your personal style, some like inspiration and like ideas in that episode. So go check it out. But I feel like the whole kind of point of it is figuring out what you feel best in, what you think you look the best in, you know, because I think we all have physical insecurities or different body types where we like to dress certain ways to emphasize certain things or de-emphasize other things. So it's all about just Mm -hmm. Finding what makes you feel good and then kind of repeating that in as many different outfits as you can. So if you're someone who likes to dress really girly, then, you know, like that could be all it takes, like just dressing more feminine and that can inspire so many different outfits. But it's just, yeah, you have that sense of style and you kind of stick to it. Yeah, 100%. And I'm the type of person who I think I've talked about this before but sometimes I feel like I'm you know dressing up or putting on a costume but then that almost makes me like the outfit more because then it's like this is what I'm envisioning for the night and this is what I'm wearing like I Mm. feel like it's important to never feel like well I couldn't wear this or I need to tone this down or something it's like nope anyone can wear anything like a lot of times I say to myself like what would Carrie Bradshaw do yeah if she wanted to wear this outfit she would wear it she'd probably add like I don't know a crazy hat or something on top of the crazy outfit and be like this is the look 
And so sometimes you just need to remind yourself too. And I feel like it's easier being in a big city because like I see people wearing all kinds of crazy things. Obviously, if you're in a small town, it might be a different scenario. But even still, I feel like as long as, you know, it's not obscene, like you're not going to get kicked out of a restaurant because you're, I don't know, nipples are out or something. I say go for it. Yeah. Totally. And it's all about, yeah, dressing for yourself rather than people pleasing or chasing yeah. the latest trends. You know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. you decide how you want to dress, how you want to feel and go mm-hmm. for it. I love that. Something that's trending on Pinterest right now is rom-com core. So I feel like if you're mm-hmm. trying to get inspired or like figure out your personal style or like figure out what does a main character wear – That could be something to search for, but honestly, pro tip is Mm -hmm. just type anything into Pinterest and add core at the end, (laughs) and you'll get a whole bunch of inspiration, like so much. Like Mm -hmm. biker core was a big one last year. I know there was like the cottage core for like cozy fall outfits, like literally whatever you think your personal style is, type in core and you're just going to be open to a whole new world on Pinterest. So, (laughs) Yeah. I feel that one was pretty easy, but that's that's pretty much it. Dress for dress for yourself, how you want to feel, and you're golden. That's how you be a main character. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So I think the last sort of category is maybe the most important, maybe not, but it's the sort of social life aspect of it and yeah. how to sort of live as the main character. I love it. I feel this is also sometimes the easiest for me to feel like the main character. Like if I'm just at home in my apartment by myself in a cute outfit, like covering the other two areas we talked about, sometimes I feel like the main character, but then on the, on like the next day I'll be doing the exact same thing and I'll be like, ugh, like I'm just not feeling it, you know, where when you're going out or yeah, it's more lifestyle tied. I don't know. It's just easy to get, to romanticize it, I guess. But I think one of the biggest ways I feel like a main character, and this happens every single time, is when I'm getting ready Mm. to go out. So it's like, again, that soundtrack comes into play that you were mentioning. If it's like your cooking soundtrack, whatever, I have my getting ready soundtrack that's just like throwback hits or like – 90s 2000 like r&b stuff like for some reason that just hits when i'm getting ready and i'm getting glam i'm picking out my outfit and it's really like that getting ready montage that you'd see in a rom-com taking place in real Mm -hmm. life so i feel like that's the first part to it but even just like going out with friends grabbing dinner and drinks one of my favorite hobbies (laughs) which isn't even really a hobby but it is for me Like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like easy when you're sitting around like drinking a cocktail with your friends to be like, oh my God, I just feel like we're in sex in the city right now. Or I don't know, grabbing a cute Saturday coffee with your significant other. Like it just could easily feel like a movie moment. But anyways, the whole point of this, sorry, before we go into the coffee world of things, getting up or getting done up and going out, such a movie moment. Yeah. I also feel like hosting can feel very movie. Like if you 
like lean into it. Like if you're hosting a dinner party and you're like, this is going to be just by candlelight and I'm going to cook in my apron and that kind of thing can also be very rom-com-esque. Totally. I feel on the hosting thing, like something I was thinking a lot about lately is how when we become adults, we don't have sleepovers anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was getting like bummed out thinking about this. And it's funny because (laughs) last year, my best friend and I had a sleepover for a Galentine's night. And this Mm. year she was like, do you want to do that again? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like I haven't had a sleepover since this time last year, you know, and she loves it because she lives with her boyfriend now. So she's like, I can just like come Mm -hmm. over. We can have a girl's night. Like it'll be so fun. Her boyfriend's, you know, hanging out with her guy friends. It's great. And I'm just like, this is so fun. But like, why don't we do this anymore? Because in high school, I feel like especially for like us gals, it was just such a fun thing to do is like. And it's so easy and simple and inexpensive unless you're hosting, but to just go over someone's house, you know, three girls or whatever, however many there are in your friend group, even just one friend, and make a bag of popcorn, watch a movie, play a little game, like card game, whatever. And it just feels so fun. So I feel like if you, yeah, don't want to get dolled up, that's not your thing. Think about hosting a slumber party because... (laughs) Mm-hmm. that sounds so fun and please invite me because I really want to come <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah I think another good point is to sort of scout out the main character places I guess in your neighborhood so this is like I don't know find the cute coffee shop and make that your regular hangout or the eye of like a yoga studio and Pilates studio that's just like exactly the vibe and make that a part of your sort of like routine especially if you like just move to a city and don't know a lot of people or you're like I want to get out of the house this can be a great way to do it be like I'm gonna walk and try a different coffee shop every single Sunday until I find like the one and then Mm -hmm. that's just gonna be my coffee shop yeah I love that so much I think, too, when you do find that spot, like, becoming a regular somewhere has main character energy written all over it. Like, I think of, obviously, like, friends. They always hang out in Central Perk or think about, like, How I Met Your Mother. Mm -hmm. They're always at the same bar. And it's just, like, I guess those aren't really necessarily rom-coms or movies, but, again, just main character energy in general. But it's like going somewhere that isn't your house or your friend's house and people know you, you feel like a main character, you know? And my sister actually, she's like, the people at Starbucks just know me. Like they know my order, they know my name and they know my schedule. So I feel like she said one time she went in, her drink was already made before she like even paid for it kind of thing because they saw her coming and it was a done deal. You know, they knew what she was getting. Or one of the YouTubers I watch, like, again, they know her. So they're just like, do you want your coffee hot or iced today? Because we know your order. Just sometimes you, you know, are different between hot or cold. So it's like that makes you feel so good. And I guess it gives you a sense of community, which is really nice. But again, Mm -hmm. just, I don't know, makes you feel like a main character. Yeah. It also gives you the chance to, like, meet people. Like, if you're in there every day and someone else is, you get the chance to like meet with them and chat with them if you want to yeah definitely even I think about like 
my nail salon. Like I'm a regular at my nail salon every three to four weeks. So I get to talk yeah. to my girl about, you know, things that are yeah. going on in her life and she'll follow up, be like, oh, how was your trip or whatever? You know, she then asks about me mm-hmm. and maybe we're not friends, you know, like she's my nail girl and I'm her client. Like that's yeah. the relationship we have. But yeah. you could turn it like there is potential for that to turn into like friends or whatever, especially if it's, yeah, something you're doing all the time. But yeah, I love that. I know I've already like kind of beat people over the head with this whole idea, but I think another big part of main character energy is making eye contact with strangers if you're single and essentially Mm -hmm. just manifesting your own meet cute. I think that's what all of Mm -hmm. us single girls are wishing for and waiting for is to just meet somebody out in public in a really cute way. So we have a really cute story to tell our friends or to rehearse at our wedding when people are like, oh, how did you meet? You know, it's like, oh, we were at that coffee shop we were just talking about or, oh, we reached for the same, I don't know, bag of carrots at the grocery store. Like, (laughs) you know, I know it sounds stupid, but I think, I don't know, I feel like it's normal to like daydream about this kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it's just all the things that we've talked about in past episodes, but like not being tied to your phone and, you know, actually like taking in your surroundings and like being open to meeting people, but also it is making eye contact and like flirting with people. And I don't know, maybe not flirting with random strangers, like out of nowhere, but (laughs) making eye contact, smiling and like being friendly, I guess. And then maybe flirting a little as well. And this could be at the bar. I think it's easy. I feel like everyone's mm-hmm. kind of in that headspace when you're at the bar on like a Friday night. But it could be anywhere. Like I said, it, I romanticize yeah. meeting somebody at the grocery store <laughs> in the, like the organic food <laughs> section. I don't know. Yes. Like it could be literally anywhere at all. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Fresh? Because they meet at the grocery store. No, I don't think I've heard it's of that It's a horror one. film. Oh, okay. No. Okay, it's on Disney and it's starring a heartthrob, but they have like a meet cute at the grocery store. Oh my um, gosh, but on. it's I horror? I need to tell you who it's starring. I feel like it's someone you like. Oh, it's Sebastian Stan. Do you know who that guy is? He's very I handsome. I don't think so, but I need to look him up. I don't know why I thought you liked him, but yeah, it's him and Daisy Edgar Jones, but they meet in the grocery store and it's like very cute. Okay. But but I'm it's also thrown that film. it's yeah, I'm thrown at horror. Is it like <laughs> yeah. one of them's like possessed or like obsessed with the other? Because I'm like, maybe I don't want to meet someone in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, it's so much worse than that. <laughs> oh god. Okay. I'm scared already. I'll probably never watch yeah. it, but I'll Google the main guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just curious because I was like thinking of that moment. That's so funny. Yeah. Anyways, that's a whole story. Yeah, we're talking about rom-com seg, not horror movies. (laughs) Not rom-com turned horror. Yeah. I think one thing, I've already talked about playlists, but, you know, Spotify playlists for the moment. And my Spotify, I don't know if this is a new feature or if I, like, only just figured it out, but my Spotify creates playlists for, like, specific to me for any moment. Like, I can search like working on a Monday morning and it will have like Monday morning work mix for Tegan. Yeah. And I am just obsessed. <laughs> it's so good. Cause it's curating the vibe. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like driving or I, packing for vacation, what I was doing. And it's like playing me 
the songs that I listen to when I'm on vacation. So I'm partially creeped out because I'm like, how do you know this? But also I appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. And I feel it's the best way to find new music that way because it's like taking what you like and you're already listened to, but then pulling in new things that it thinks you'll be interested in based off that. And it always, always wins. Like Spotify is the best. Yeah. Spotify. Okay. I don't want to like put this out there because we're already paying an arm and a leg for all these subscriptions, but Spotify is one of them where I'm like, they could literally charge me anything a month and I would pay it. Like I just love Spotify. Yeah. They're the opposite of Netflix to me where I'm like, if Netflix pushes me, I am gone. Spotify. I'm like, I will love you forever. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Speaking of, let's also just quickly plug our Spotify playlist. I know we have a whole main Mm -hmm. character episode from maybe last fall sometime, maybe last summer. I don't remember, but we put together a main character playlist, so go check it out. But even create your own playlist, you know, of like the soundtrack that makes you feel like the main character. I have my own. It's very similar to the one we created for the podcast, but it just it hits and it's like when I am going for a walk and just like having one of those days I put it on I always cook to it like it's the best playlist yeah and it's full of rom-com songs so it's like dreams mm-hmm. by the cranberries because it's you've got mail it's like you know yeah the suddenly I see it's devil wears Prada like it's very rom-com inspired so check it out but on that note take I was gonna ask you do you you have a song that comes to mind that's like your main character song for you personally? Ooh. I'm only asking because I, I know mine know. and I've spent a long time thinking about okay. it. So I'm putting you on the spot though. <laughs> I should have yeah, texted you first. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, there are some songs. I feel like they're all associated with cooking where it's like if I listen to like Sunday kind of love and I'm cooking I'm like this is the life or yeah or I have a lot of fall songs like autumn in New York and Manhattan and when I listen to those I'm like this is my life coming together and I first listened to them like when we went to New York on our trip so it always just feels like I don't know I'm in that headspace but for some reason I'm much more like autumn focused I think in the summer I listen to like pop and I'm like what's the song in the summer let's focus on that so it that changes year to year like Mm -hmm. I feel like every summer I maybe have a different song but then once fall rolls around I'm like nope back to my cozy living but what's your song yeah so mine is definitely from a cinderella story like i mentioned that's the first rom-com that seems to come to mind for these things and it's sympathy by the goo goo dolls i'm pretty sure it's the goo goo dolls hold on okay i was so confident and i'm like let me just fact check myself because (laughs) yeah no it is sympathy by the goo goo dolls Mm. and it makes me think of that movie but it's also just yeah like a feel-good song But I think I maybe mentioned this also. The other one that comes to mind for me is Breathe by Michelle Branch. And I don't know why, but there's just something about Michelle Branch. It's probably the fact that she was like an early 2000s like pop singer when all these coming of age movies were a thing or were a big thing and some of the classics came out. But for some reason, I just associate her with that type of vibe which makes me also feel like a main character in a movie i love that 
Yeah. So if this is your vibe, go check out our playlist. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, so much, so much there. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. I also kind of feel like, I don't know, thinking about like music and the thing I'm listening to, I feel like the main character moments in my life, looking back, it's like they're just like the little moments where things were unplanned and I just like embrace the moment and it's like you know I was barbecuing in the backyard and I was like I'm just gonna keep listening to my music and I'm gonna eat my dinner out here and it's like that's so lame sounding but those are then the moments that make up your summer or I don't know I I hope that's making sense like it's like the little moments not the big planned yeah yeah no I think we've kind of mentioned like talked about that a little bit I I don't even know in what context but that's it exactly is there's only so many big moments in your life you know what I mean so if you were just constantly and you can't live for those yeah exactly if you were just constantly making those even bigger but overlooking the day-to-day things like I don't know life would be so boring and pointless you know or like I don't know. So it's important to enjoy those things. But I love that you say that because I think it's a segue to one of my last thoughts on how to feel like the main character. And I have to chase sunrises, sunsets, and skylines. And those are three things Mm -hmm. that make me feel like a main character all the time. Like I'm not very often up for a sunrise. I will be honest about that. But for the Mm -hmm. times that I have seen the sunrise and Sometimes, like, I've never gone to watch a sunrise, like, at the beach or something like that, but I think that would be so magical. However, to see a sunset at the beach or see the sunset over the skyline, like, that is so magical and just makes you feel like a main character. And I'm a sucker for a skyline. Like, I think it's because I'm a small town girl at heart who just, like, always dreamed of the big city. So I'm, like, anytime I see a big city skyline... I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can just picture the movie that happens on the streets within that big city. But it's so, such a great perspective to like look at it from a distance and just let your mind daydream about it. So I don't know. Those are kind of some other little moments where it might be just like, well, it happened like driving home from Tegan's one night. I was in my Uber and we like drove right through downtown Toronto, which isn't really the route like <laughs> we didn't have to take yeah, that yeah. route from Tegan's to my place <laughs> but we did and I was just like oh my god I love this so much you know like it just makes me feel like a yeah. main character looking out the window at like the skyline happening but again just little moments put on a playlist or a song to enjoy yeah. them and soak it in yeah especially driving in the car like yeah I always feel find like the first hot day where I'm driving in my car and I realize like wait I can have the windows down yeah that is like the best and I have so many specific memories like I remember the day Avril Lavigne's album came out was it called the best damn thing is that what it's called hell yeah Yeah, when that album came out my mom and I drove around with the windows down and I was just like this is perfect and I like I remember one day yeah the best damn thing you nailed it I remember (laughs) one day we went to the beach and I think this must have been right before we went to university or 
the summer between like high school and university, we went to the beach with friends and we were like driving in the car. And this was when we can't stop by Miley Cyrus had just come out and we were like blasting. We can't stop. (laughs) Yeah. And it was just like, this is better than the beach right now. Yeah. That was definitely right when we went into college university, because I remember getting to campus that like end of August. And that was the song. Yeah. So funny. Yes. I have a similar yeah. memory. The summer I kissed a girl by Katy Perry came out. I oh, so yes, that's another one. Yeah, I so vividly remember going to my one of my childhood best friends' birthday parties. Her birthday's in June, like end of June, right when school gets out. So it was just the perfect time for a birthday. And we would we went to the beach this year, so it was just like me her her mom driving us and then I think she maybe had like two or three other friends and again it's just like windows down we're driving to the beach this is the song of the summer like such a good vibe and it's also like driving down the back roads or like taking the scenic route so I feel like even if you are well it's funny I feel if you're a city person maybe you would romanticize driving down back roads the way I romanticize a skyline view, like, because it's not what you're used to, you know? But I think if you're, if you are in the city, sometimes it is just taking the scenic route rather than the fastest route. And then, yeah, putting the windows down, blasting your favorite song, turning on that playlist, you will instantly feel like you're in a movie for sure. Yeah. So I think we're going to leave things there. As Sadie mentioned, we have a Spotify and we have so many playlists that will make you feel like the main character. And you can find us where our Golden 20s on Spotify. We're also at our Golden 20s on pretty much every other social platform. Specifically, Instagram and TikTok we post to a lot, but we have a Pinterest page that has a ton of really cool ideas as well. We also have a Patreon page, which is the best way to show your support for the podcast. And so special shout out to all our patrons over there. I also wanted to mention that our mod ambassador code changed a little bit. So it's been updated in all the show links, but I'm going to mention it again. It's golden 20. And yeah, like I said, that'll be in the show notes. So definitely check that out as well as all our other affiliate codes and promo codes and that kind of thing. But other than that, Thank you so much for listening. See you next Tuesday.